0: Episode 331, Marvel Studios Legends Episode 1 and 2, Wanda Maximoff, and Vision.
1: Welcome to Level 7, a podcast about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
2: It's a magical place.
0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Welcome to Level 7. The holidays are over, break is over, and we have some new MCU, brand new MCU, weekly MCU that we are here to talk about. So yes, it does mean we have just done another leapfrog over some Netflix material that we have not talked about yet, but we are jumping headfirst into Phase 4. And I am here to dive headfirst into Along with my friends, along with your friends, it's Samantha, and it's Stuart, and it's me, Ben, and we're here together. Samantha, Stuart, welcome back.
3: Hello. Hey, it's
2: great to be back. What, ben, what's what's this Netflix you're, you're talking about?
0: <laughs> Netflix is one of the holders on right now in my streaming materials. Um, if you're looking at streaming and stuff right now. Obviously, Disney Plus is a big deal. Um, You still have the new thing with HBO Max, which, uh, Samantha, you have, uh, you're using HBO Max?
3: Yes, I just got it today. I'm not going to keep it for long, but um, I'm going to, I'm just using it to watch a few things and then I'm going to cut it off.
0: The main thing being Wonder Woman? Yes. Yeah, that's why I got it too, was, was to watch Wonder Woman wonder woman 1984 um i think that's gonna be our post credit yep yeah i have i have feelings and thoughts me too really curious what your feelings and thoughts are because just curious because we haven't talked about it so um but hbo max that yeah i'm i'm dropping hbo max with this month dropping cbs because star trek discovery season three is done um the 28
2: weeks of star trek is over
0: yeah not for me though i <laughs> i did watch the star trek discovery and then i would watch an episode of lower decks and that was okay how far
2: did you get in lower deck
0: i finished it okay i finished it okay. yeah now, and we talked about that before i i liked it but i like the idea of it more than i like the execution of it because it's supposed to be canon and they're so self-referential and that, 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 irritated me, but it's so funny.
2: We, we have talked about that before. Yeah. yeah it, did you watch Picard?
0: I did. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I did Picard canceled it. And
2: so, yeah, it is, it is hilariously funny and um, it, it works on a level that I don't know that um, Star Trek's ever worked on before. Even the animated series wasn't comedy
0: no no it wasn't but this is comedy that's making fun of the tropes making fun of you know there's the things we love that we realize when this kind of gets its claws into it yeah it is kind of silly isn't it <laughs> and, um yeah no i i liked it i but liked it time.
2: but buffer time is the perfect example of that
0: yeah so those ones i i'm using them to get what i want and then i'm dropping them and so I'll be getting back with March with HBO max because of justice league Snyder cut and those kind of things. But Disney plus is a constant Hulu right now is a constant and Netflix is a constant for me. So.
2: Netflix is probably just the one that we'll still have. Although pretty much, I think everybody just watches Disney plus in our house.
0: Disney plus is never going to go away. I have a feeling no. in our house. No. I mean, but yeah. because... I don't think
2: it's ever going to go away either. But like outside of our house, but in our house, yeah, we we paid for three years last year, I think, so we still have. Oh wow, two more years. Okay, yeah, they had a three-year bundle that we were able to scrape enough pennies together to make happen, and I was just like, "This is the way to go."
0: Well, here's the thing with Disney Plus in our house, it is more than making up for the amount that we're paying every month. Oh yeah, in the sense that. You know, my family sat down on Christmas Day, day after Christmas. I can't remember to watch Soul. And that's my whole family. I was seven people watching it, a new release movie, you know, and possibly would have gone to the theater for it if things weren't wonky like they are right now. Um, But instead, that month easily was paid for by something we would have done in a different way. Um, Then there's all the Star Wars content. And now is WandaVision my family is super excited about this now when I say my family I mean especially my daughters um my wife probably won't watch along she thought <laughs> you'll appreciate this uh Stuart she heard us talking about it a lot she thought it was something that had to do with corner gas animated be- <laughs> because of <Wanda>. Oh
3: no <laughs> so
0: she she hears us oh, talking good, about this no, and please. so finally she said what's this WandaVision you keep talking about and uh I think it might have even come up in some of her like, Instagram feeds or whatever. And, and we're like, well, it's a new Marvel show coming out on Friday. We're so excited. And um, she's like, oh, I thought it was like Wanda from Corner Gas. Like They're doing some sort of special online thing or something. Scorch.
2: <laughs>
0: Which season three of Corner Gas we devoured so quickly.
2: Oh, my God. Devoured yes. it. I, I might have to go back through corner gas again i'll start it because it's on imdb tv or whatever i'll start season one and i'll get through the uh the animated stuff i like but it's not as good as to me it's not as fresh and as witty as like the first couple of seasons and especially that first episode of the first season
0: where (laughs) he's like it's practically perfect
2: tax man versus the tax man (laughs) is one of the funniest things i've ever seen
0: yeah, it's it, it's a great show. Lots of fun. Um of course the animated stuff is going to feel different cuz it's a, a stilted that flash style animation that um is just very easy to produce and cheap to produce. But that means they're able to produce in quarantine. Like the, when they were when they were recording for third season, they had some people over in the west, they had people over in Toronto and they had three people in one studio, one, but in each in a different recording room, you know, and they were able to like actually record together by not being even together. And they were able to take care of it. So that, that was cool. And, and then they saved the Christmas episode for closer to Christmas. And that was kind of fun too.
2: Lower decks was done the same way or season two is being done the same way.
0: Uh, The the interesting thing with WandaVision is that this was not meant to be released right now, but it was finished. And so this is our doorway into Phase 4. This is our doorway beyond the Infinity Gauntlet.
2: I mean, in all honesty, it was supposed to be... um, Wasn't it supposed to be after Falcon Winter Soldier? It
0: was, yeah.
2: It was supposed to go uh, uh, Black Widow,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Falcon Winter Soldier, then this.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then this was supposed to lead right into um, Doctor Strange 2, I remember.
0: Yeah. If not lead right into it, at least it was connected to it. And now Doctor Strange is even further away.
2: Yeah, because didn't, uh, didn't the director
3: leave?
0: Yeah, but I'm not sure if that was a part of that or if it was just the whole shuffling everything around. Uh but yeah. this is our this is our first thing for phase four and they're promoting it and I'm seeing lots of things about it. I'm avoiding things now because I don't want to get any any spoilers because people are really, really digging deep into those trailers and mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to like, oh, you see a picture of this that's like sewn into his sleeve, and that can only be this. And I'm just like, I don't even want to know. Like, if that's a well, real thing, I don't want to know. And if it's not a real thing, I don't, I'm not missing anything. But yeah, there, but that's what fans do. I mean, that's what the internet is for, or one of the things the internet is for, anyway. And that is for fans to just go on deep dives and it used to be deeper than the creators intended and now the creators are doing it on purpose saying hey you want something for the deep dive we got something for you there was
2: well then the other thing that that's interesting about this being on Disney Plus and the streaming thing they want people to go back and rewatch it um, Mandalorian's a great example of this because if you go back and watch Mandalorian, there's so much little things, little nuggets of of joy, um, all the way through that series, and so it makes sense, which keeps people keeps people digesting the content and paying their monthly subscription. Yep. Yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like the TPS reports being mentioned from Office Space, where do... that made me laugh so hard. <laughs>
0: So well, and you can decode makes, the languages on the screens, and I've seen some yeah. people who have done that for me. Thank you, internet. Uh, so I can, I, I can benefit from the their own labors uh, and and see what what's going on with the the language that's been interpreted on screen. But like when so and so was talking about his lineage, uh, and he shows something from a, a holograph projector, if you and and decode it, it actually does delineate the lineage. And it's like, okay, there that's cool. That's really neat. Hmm. It's also not me doing it, but
2: right. And I mean then one of the things that that Mandalorian is is made by fans for fans. And I get the sense that, that A Kevin Feige is the biggest MCU fan that has ever existed. And B, he is making these shows. So, yeah, it's the same thing. WandaVision is going to be so layered that I think we're not even going to know what the story is until it's done. (laughs) And then we're like, oh, I got to go back and rewatch it.
0: But it's going to be a long story. Like, that's the thing that I was surprised about. We were looking at it and looking in different places that were reporting six episodes. And so we were thinking, okay, six episodes, there'll be a few weeks. And then it's, it's Falcon and winter soldier. It's nine episodes. This is nine episodes long, which means if you look at the dates, it just jumps right into the next series, which that was a surprise. That was a big surprise to me. Nine episodes. And what an odd choice, this kind of, uh, romance between two not I mean they're ne- they were never central characters they had stuff to do and important things to do but yeah I guess if you're looking at who are the side characters that we can do something with there's that and one of them's dead yeah <laughs>
2: so. yeah I think that's the most interesting part about this whole thing is because okay Guys, spoilers. But we've covered our spoiler policy. Vision dies. You know, the the Infinity Stone is taken from him. And then in the next movie, it is destroyed. So there's no Vision. So how is this show even possible?
0: Yeah. You know what they say. My people die from lack of vision. But, yeah, he's... Yeah, okay. Nobody's well, laughing at home either, so don't no, worry. No, that
2: was... Yeah. That was if you were laughing at that joke, please send Ben a note saying you laughed at it. They would appreciate that. There's <laughs> no one on the podcast.
3: Would. He, he would appreciate it. it. Um,
0: It's actually, I should have said perish instead of die. I'm sorry. Okay. But,
2: I don't know that it matters, but okay.
0: It doesn't matter. And there is somebody out there who who thought that it was just obscure enough to be a little bit funny. And to that one listener out there, that was for you. Mm-hmm. From me. To you, it's a gift. To there everyone else, I apologize. <laughs> but to that one person, you're welcome.
3: Okay, um, but I wanted to note I did rewatch Endgame a few days ago. Um, the stones were not destroyed um, because Cap had to take them back into the past. Remember?
0: Yeah, but Vision. And then was, he stayed. Vision was killed. And didn't yeah. come back for the big battle, and we didn't actually see then. And this is where there's there can be some, uh, um, there, there's no clarity here. What happened when Cap did all of that? It, did that bring Vision back, or did Scarlet Witch through sheer force of will bring? I it don't
3: back? know. I think that question will be answered in WandaVision. Vision.
0: Because... That is okay if you're if you're talking about expectations, Samantha. That's my yeah. expectation. Like, by the end of Swana Vision, we will know what is going on, and we will know the final fate one way or another of, of Vision. Well, do we know if they are
2: planning a Season 2?
0: Nothing's been announced. So it's not like Mandalorian okay. where, they're like, we hear Season 1, Season 2 is coming, and Season 3 is announced now. Um, mm mm-hmm. There's nothing like they they haven't announced any sequel series except for season two of What If that has been announced. But that's just I think that they sat down and said, we're going to do this many episodes. Might as well split it in two seasons. Right. So What If gets two seasons, everything else they've talked about a single season.
3: Plus, What If is supposed to be a standalone. Every episode is a standalone episode, correct?
0: Uh, Yes, as far as we know right now. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so I mean as far as we know right now it's not going to spoil anything if there's a season 2.
0: Right. Because <laughs> announcing a season 2 suggests that some people are around for it.
2: Right. That was going to be my that was going to be my thing. Yeah, we may know how Vision came about or have a nugget of how Vision came about, but we will have no confirmation of that. And and you know, John Favreau studied at the feet well not really, but <laughs> John Favreau and Kevin Feige are cut from the same cloth. And so I would have no we may not know the child's name until halfway through season two is all I'm gonna say. Not that there's a child in Vision, but in WandaVision. But there is gonna be something that we're not gonna have any clue about because they're that good of storytellers.
0: Oh, I fully anticipate, again, expectation, I fully anticipate the first episode of this series to set up a bunch of questions. Uh but I'm in, I'm also anticipating that they will not end with a cliffhanger. That it, Oh, really? You yeah. think it's
2: going to be 9 think, hours and then done?
0: I think it's going to be a 9 hour or however many hours, you know, if if they're 45 minute episodes or whatever. Um, I anticipate that it's going to be a mini series and it's done um, because of the way that they've announced things Uh, not, not announcing a second season for things. So that's my expectation. We'll see.
2: Mm. I think it's, well, I don't, I, I might be inclined to agree with you because One of the things about, I mean, and we're going back to Mandalorian on this a whole bunch because it sort of set the precedent for the way these genre TV shows incorporating into a larger universe can work, right? Um, The thing with Mandalorian is it was a very nondescript character living in a very descriptive world, but that you had a lot of leeway with. With WandaVision, you have—I mean, they're not nondescript characters, but you have two of them. You know who they are. You know, Loki's the same way. Loki's—if Loki gets more than one season, I'll be surprised.
0: What other expectations do you guys have?
2: A very well-crafted, well-made, polished series. I don't expect there to be a lot of filler. I don't expect there to be um, fluff or chuffa. You know, I expect there to be solid storytelling all the way through.
0: What about you, Samantha? Um,
3: I expect that, well, I think from we already know from the trailer that every episode is going to be a little bit different from the next. It's going to be looking back at the history of television and the evolution of it and how relationships have been perceived. Um, and I think that's going to play into the plot. Um, and I expect it to be done very, very well. I mean, one thing that, that is amazing about this Marvel Cinematic Universe is that they set the bar high for themselves. And then more often than not, they reached that goal, that expectation of quality. So that's what I'm expecting.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I talked about what I'm expecting, but that quality also, there's no way around it. Like this is a franchise that's built on. Some people may not agree with everything, but it's built on quality and, and Mm -hmm. bringing in people who are good at what they do. And then Disney plus with their, new series i mean with mandalorian especially um like that's also they've set a high high bar with the mandalorian to say this is what our original programming is going to look like and yeah while there's definitely some missteps and some things that aren't perfect some <laughs> i'm going to just say it this way some cgi in mandalorian that maybe didn't reach the heights of what it could have, but um, I'm I'm just really oh, yeah. curious. <laughs> I'm just really curious what what we're gonna end up with 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 this Wandavision thing and how it's going to change, not just the story of the MCU, but the style and the the presentation of the MCU.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, when you can make the Mandalorian in Basically, a garage. The idea of so awesome. go, going out and sh- <laughs> and going out and shooting anything in you know in real life. Like, why? But here's Although, the that thing: being said, Falcon, Falcon okay. and Winter Soldier is all in what Czechoslovakia or something like that.
0: Yeah, we had this so. conversation about Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I talked about how small and how uncinematic uh mm-hmm. some of the battles felt in Mandalorian and then I find out that the battle I was talking about they were on location with that battle <laughs> like that was all shot on location by Robert Rodriguez so oh, yeah mm-hmm. my my bad <laughs> like I was blaming it on <laughs> on uh you know the the way that they were doing the garage filming um nope that was on location I was wrong mm-hmm. so but
2: that's Robert Rodriguez Robert I mean, he's he's not known for his huge cinematic battles. His his battles are very down to earth. His his fight scenes, his action sequences are very down to earth, very small. Um, I think of El Mariachi, which of yeah. course is the thing that he's known for.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, and the budget that he was on with that, with El Mariachi, and oh yeah. How, how cheap right, yeah. it was shot, but how high quality it, it looked. Because that was one of those things that kind of changed independent film in, in that here you can do, I think it was $6,000 $6, maybe, and you can make it look like it's a Hollywood feature.
2: And, right, right.
0: And unfortunately for me anyway, uh, when that series continued and he got more money, I just felt like it it lost some of the charm didn't lose the edge but lost some of the charm
2: desperado was okay but then the one with the third one is just is bonkers it
0: is it it is that's where i'm saying it It didn't lose the edge but it did lose some of the charm right Uh, i mean kevin
2: smith was the same way clerks for what it is and for how cheap it was it's very good um but when he gets into mall rats and and chasing Amy and all those other ones, they they lose that that charm of being super independent. So,
0: okay, so we've talked about kind of some of our expectations and stuff, but let's talk about what did get released uh, last Friday. So we're recording uh, the week that Wandavision is going to be beginning on on this coming Friday, but this past Friday we were able to see. Uh, And this is actually what we're calling the episode, uh, the Marvel Studios Legends, which I jokingly said was going to be previously on. Um, Turns out that's exactly what it was. And that's only what it was. Uh, Talk about expectations. I expected it to be a kind of like a 20 minute thing where they're going to talk about the characters in the movies and then, you know, maybe have a. A, a comic creator talk about vision in the eighties and how we have the Wanda vision and, and their, uh, their marriage and stuff like that. No, 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 <laughs> this is six minutes for vision, seven minutes for Wanda, uh, of clips. Previously. You know on. What
2: it is. You know what it is. Remember in agents of shield before Ultron came out and the lady had the vision of what was going to happen. And it turned out to be the uh, coming attraction for... <laughs> she,
0: she was watching the trailer in her uh, psychic vision. She yeah. was
2: watching the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it is.
0: Well, it's... I mean, what it is is perfect, though. I mean, I I say... I, I thought they were actually doing some sort of show. Because they're calling it Marvel Studios Legends. I thought it was going to be one of those original shows. You know, like... um, I don't know. The, the, the Jeff Goldblum thing. You know, where he's... You know, I, I just thought it was going to be that kind of a, a vibe. Where the what do they call it? Six One Six, which I haven't watched it. But Yeah, the, the, there is that documentary show that is that is about Marvel. Um, nope, nope. This is previously on, and as much as I think that's kind of funny that this is just previously on, guess what? You kind of almost need a previously on because there's twenty movies. And there is character growth and development for these characters. And there might be some things that you've forgotten if you haven't watched these movies in a while. And it was kind of refreshing to go back and see, oh yeah, remember when, where they came from that post credit. And remember uh, when they showed up and they were fighting the Avengers And, and remember when they were doing this and when they were doing that. And, uh, It was, I, I would say if you are a fan of the MCU and you've watched all the movies recently, maybe you don't need to watch this, but if you are a fan of the MCU and it's been theaters since you watched these movies, you might want to just go ahead and and take 15 minutes and sit down and watch these before, before Friday. I, I recommend it. Or even, yeah,
2: I would too. I mean, or even uh, we sat down and watched all the movies before Infinity War, I had not seen all the movies since then. I, I certainly haven't seen Ultron since then. Ultron doesn't rate super high on my rewatch list. Um, so yeah, this was a good refresher. I forgot, honestly, I forgot that Vision held um, Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Yep. Yep. Mjolnir. I for- I forgot that he held. You know, he held Thor's hammer. I thought that was a great callback. Um, so yeah, it's, I think it's definitely worth watching. It's a nice little nugget of, oh, by the way, this is what happened.
3: Yeah, I like that. I mean, speaking as someone who grew up in the nineties where at least once per season on a sitcom, a 22, ish episode sitcom per season, at least one episode would be a, uh, flashback episode. And I hated those things because it was often I watched those shows in the summertime, you know, one hour block back to back episodes. And, and I had seen those previous scenes, you know, just a few days earlier. Um, so I would find those episodes to be boring, but I really did appreciate that. Yes, we did need a previously on episode. And I also appreciate that it was short and sweet. <laughs> It was just the right size. I, I didn't need a huge buffet. I just needed a little snack of reminders.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The buffet snack analogy is, is good one. Uh, this is, or maybe this is the appetizer. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it is. It's, it's small, it's quick and it definitely takes you where you need to go to see. These are the two characters we're focusing on. Uh, so I, I'm anticipating I've, I've been very wrong before, but um, I would anticipate that they'd do something similar for Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, but probably not too much in between. I, cause at one point I was wondering, well, are they going to do a Marvel studios legends every week? Like, is this going to be an ongoing series? And I think it's just going to be when something shows up that you need a little bit of a, a reminder, it'll happen. And so I, I, I believe there'll be probably one for Loki as well. just, Here's Loki and here's his, his arc through the movies. Cause that's the other nice thing is it just takes their arc. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just their arc, which is not too hard to do because of how little screen time they've had comparatively speaking. And so here's, here's Wanda's arc from kind of a bad guy to she's in love with vision and upset that Thanos killed her or killed him. And, uh, I forgot about her scene in in Endgame, where she's like, "You kill, you took everything away from me," and he says, "I don't even know who you are." You know, mm-hmm. that's a great moment then, that I forgot about.
3: And then she proceeds to kick him in the rear, very very hard. Um. Again, uh, yeah, cool. I, yeah. The reason why I watched Endgame recently was to listen to the audio commentary, and um, they said in the commentary that she out of All the characters in that were were fighting against him, she is the one that that could go toe-to-toe with Thanos and and possibly beat him.
0: And in some ways, she's the one that had the most personal stakes with him, too. Yes. Like, he didn't just snap Vision away. Like, the whole thing, that was very personal. That was Vision, Wanda, Thanos, they're all there together. And it's a personal struggle that's going on there. And so it, it was very personal stakes. And then he sort of cheated
2: too, because he turned back time. He pulled a share and he turned back time and then he stole it again. So, I mean, she has a lot to hate about Thanos. And so, you know, the, the question I don't know, and, and forgive me because I haven't watched... I think I've watched trailers, maybe one or two trailers, but I certainly haven't watched them on repeat like I would have watched Endgame trailers or something like that. Um, do we know if this takes place post Endgame?
0: I, I think. think there, oh, go ahead, Samantha. There,
3: I think there are hints that it is post Endgame because Wanda starts to say something's not right.
2: So, okay. The point is, we don't we don't have. A confirmation on that so it's very possible probable that it is post-end game and she's gonna have to deal with some of that you know inner conflict
0: yeah i wouldn't be surprised this is speculation obviously because i mean the trailers that they have given us you might be able to poke and prod and find some spoilers but from all the trailers that i've seen there is very little indication of the actual plot that's happening Yeah. Uh, other than clearly they're in some sort of weird place because it's black and white sitcom, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, But even then, what is it? Uh, And there's some things that kind of remind me of the, uh, the shield crossover. I can't remember what it was called. That was in the comics where it was this little girl created a world where there's that kind of thing going on. But then Wanda was also a part of, um, she's the one who whispered no more mutants and created house of M, which was a world where there was only, I don't know if there was maybe 200 mutants or something like that. Um, but because of things that happened to her family, she whispers no more mutants and it creates this whole side universe kind of thing. And, um, so there's all wasn't, sorts of things. What?
2: Wasn't that costume where she was in the house of M with the big bread horns and like the, the, Red, the big red devil witch costume wasn't that from House of M?
0: Uh, I think so. I didn't actually read House of M, so like oh. I, I'm aware of House of M and I've seen the things from House of M, but I didn't spend much time in House of M. So
2: and it's been a forever since I've seen it, but I remember I know in the trailer they they flashed to her wearing that wearing that costume.
0: Well, they reference going to be an interest. They reference a couple different costumes that she's had in the past. Yeah. Uh, in, in the trailers and yeah.
2: It's going to be an interesting to see where this, what this show actually is. So that's the other thing, whatever the trailers show us doesn't matter because it's the MCU is known for it's lying trailers, lying trailers who lie because you know, you look at the Endgame trailer. It didn't have, Tony Stark, they cert the Tony's armor when he goes up against um, Squidward and and whatever the other yeah. guy is. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it he takes off the glasses and it turns into the armor in the actual film, but in the movie or in the trailer that wasn't there. And then we'll just bring up the Winter Soldier trailer and just leave that right there because we know that one.
0: So they, it's wild some of what they did with those trailers where they we, they took the whole we're gonna lie about Benedict Cumberbatch in uh Star Trek Into Darkness to a whole new but level it actually with did these it trailers. Well. That's true too. And and I didn't feel as cheated because everyone knew <laughs> that Benedict Cumberbatch was going to be con and mm-hmm. they still kept saying, No, no, he's gonna be Jeff Kreskarsky and or whatever. They actually gave him a name, I don't remember what it was, but um, um, it
3: was some combination of two of the Beatles, like George like John Harrison or something like that I think you're right. I think it yeah. was John
0: Harrison. I think you're right
2: and I will go on record, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. It would have been a much better movie if he wasn't con
0: how How Same great would it have plot. been How great would it have been if they, he was still one of the super people from the Botany Bay, but Khan sure. was still frozen inside like in sure. in those torpedoes or whatever it was Khan instead of you know and and it really was James Harrison yeah who's who's rising to the occasion because his lord yeah. Khan is it you know he's doing this for his people but it, how amazing would that have been i think that would have been yeah. brilliant brilliant stuff but yeah I, I, as I well, say over and over again, I'm not I'm not getting paid to make those movies.
2: So yes, back to WandaVision. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see. I don't I, I don't think the trailers have given us anything, um, and what they have given us, I don't think we can trust. So I think, uh, dear listener, I think you just need to go into the show, watching the show, and and try not to only pick apart what's in the actual episode because what's in the trailer we know for a fact <laughs> is going to be a falsity. So I
0: don't know if we know for a fact that it is, but definitely grain of salt stuff there. And also all the trailers anything of course this is what the internet is for. You you download the trailer, you pause and zoom in you know shift left zoom in Turn right, zoom. You know, do the Blade Runner thing, but um, Enhan- but enhance. it's such yeah enhanced. That's <laughs> there's <laughs> such quick shots that for me, I'm I'm so willing to just go with the mood of the trailer that they're showing me where they're showing me the black and white sitcom where they're showing me the, what looks like the seventies sitcom or whatever it might be. And then they're showing me dark people on dark streets. You know, I'm like, I don't know where we're going, but I want to go there. Take me. And I'm excited. So
2: we often describe trailers like, Hey, you like this thing. You're going to like this other thing. I don't know that we can do that with this except to say, hey, you've watched a lot of TV, so now we're going to show you a show about TV, question mark? Oh, and you like the MCU, so you know these people.
0: Yeah. Well, we, we know the people. I feel like what they're showing us is setting up it's, – it's, it's mysterious, right? With the Falcon Winter Soldier stuff that we've seen, it feels like action, adventure, political thriller kind of stuff uh with this it's it's more weird and offbeat and off-kilter and i think also this is going to be one of the most unusual things we've had in the MCU to date now i say that having not seen like this, the the final season of of runaways i say that not having seen some of the netflix series um i know i know bad mcu fan podcast host but I, that's where I'm at right now. Um but I think this is going to be one of the most unusual things we've seen in the MCU and I'm I'm excited about that. I like that they're swinging for the fences. I like that they in this case the first thing they're giving us in this new phase is not a rehash of hey, remember this thing you liked? Get ready for more. Uh it's actually you know these characters and yeah, like you said, TV. <laughs> Maybe. I heard that they uh they
2: in one of the headlines from news sources, um she Elizabeth Olson, you know, cracks jokes at Full House because Mary Kate and Ashley um you know, are her sisters, right? And so therefore the there's going to be a full house uh, thing question mark. I don't know. It, yeah, it's relying on you having watched TV. I mean, the, the, the black and white scene is from Lucy. I live Lucy. So.
0: They, well, I and they had, they had live was. studio audiences. Like they actually brought in live studio audience they, to give laugh track, you know, and And the other thing is, she says, walking in front of that, it was in some ways going back home because she wasn't on the shows, but she, her sisters were, and she grew up in an environment where that was a very real part of life, was live television on whatever day that they were filming, you know, and she would go and she would see it and be a part of that. Hmm. I
3: can believe that because... I mean, like, I grew up in a house where I have two brothers. They were both in the in the Cub Scout program at the same time. My dad worked second shift. Um, there was nowhere for me to go when it was scout night, so I went to scouts with them. Um, yeah, so I, I can understand how that could happen, that, you know, all well, your sisters have to go to work now. We don't have a babysitter. You come with us. It just makes sense.
0: So she well, she said it was like Florida. coming home again. In, in, yeah, some case, yeah. in some ways
2: even if it's not as overt as we don't have a babysitter I mean you're still around that I, you get invited to cast parties and you know from what I understand of that show they were all a big a pretty big family
3: oh they so, still are they still yeah. are very very much I mean I think they have like a group chat that they have just for the bunch of them so okay but anyway so th-
2: it's relying on your knowledge of television or not because we don't know.
0: We we, we don't know don't where it's know. going. We know, we've seen images from some of it. I'm, I'm really curious, like how far down the rabbit hole do they go with that or do they not do they what's going on? And then we also have characters who aren't a part of the, I gotta be careful. I, I don't want to spoil things. So, um, but there's there's other cast members and stuff that I'm just really curious like how does this all fit together and I'm just very excited to find out how it all fits together. I mean, I I'm saying I'm curious how does it all fit together. I I'm, I'm just I have to wait just like everyone else. Like we're going to we'll find out on Friday how some of it fits together. And like I said, my daughters are very excited about it. My son, he's excited because it's something new and he and it's part of the MCU and so he's going to watch it. Um but my daughters especially my oldest daughter who um, she wouldn't have originated this hashtag, but she would have been the person saying uh, Quicksilver lives, you know, like she's, she's still at, at some point a uh, year and a half, two years ago, something like that said, yeah, Quicksilver's coming back. He's not dead. And just, Sorry, hun, but he's dead, but she's, <laughs> she's gonna, she's the one who would lead the charge with that hashtag um, and so she's excited because she's hoping to see him again. <laughs> so we'll we'll see, but
2: yeah, I mean, wasn't Wanda Maximoff though? Uh, Was not Professor X the Magneto? other in McCallan. Yeah, yeah, wasn't Magneto. Wanda Ma- wasn't Wanda Maximoff Magneto's daughter?
0: Yeah, yeah. So in comic books, and then also. I'm not sure what they were doing in the X-Men universe because they didn't actually say it outright, but they kind of hinted to Quicksilver being Magneto's. And then there was a little girl in the house who we assume would be Wanda. But um, if I remember correctly, it's been a while and I haven't revisited those movies, but yeah, in the comics it's his children. They actually start off as evil mutants, Quicksilver and Wanda do. And, and they're part of the brotherhood of evil mutants, Mm -hmm. which you know, you got the X-Men named after Charles Xavier, uh, kind of. And then you have the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. I mean, you know what you're getting into when you join that team, right? Like, there's no, there's no nuance to that. But they jumped ship and did become members of the X-Men and members of the Avengers, really. And so that's how I became aware of Wanda and Vision was on uh, my cousin's lunchbox. It was Avengers, and there was Scarlet Witch and Vision. I had no clue who these people were, and didn't know they were who were they. Good guys? Were they bad guys? I didn't know, um, but they were Avengers, and then they did get married. Um, and one of one of my favorite comics from the '80s is the Vision and Scarlet Witch twelve issue series, which follows them in suburban life. As suburban living superheroes, um, month by month, and going through each month and dealing with like, there's a Christmas one. There's that's where the Thanksgiving picture that you might see come around in memes around Thanksgiving time, of Captain America, Vision, Scarlet Witch, uh, Magneto carving the turkey, um, because it's a just a great big family reunion. Uh, Quicksilver's there, and and it's this awkward family Thanksgiving. Awkward because dad is an evil supervillain. And you know, they're not anymore, you know, that kind of thing. But um and that's where some of the trailer stuff that we're seeing from WandaVision reminds me of that, where it's just these two people out of place trying to blend in and trying to look like what's around them in in that um, suburban family cliche life. This takes it up a notch to where it's Leave It to Beaver or I Love Lucy uh, instead of 80 suburbia. But... Right.
2: And I mean, Feige is on record as saying that you know when when you get stuck with telling the story, you go back to the original source material because all the answers are there. So I wouldn't be surprised if. You know, something like that is part, you know, what you just described as part of this show. Um, Maybe not to the fullest extent, because they don't have to recreate everything exact, but they definitely can, you know, cherry pick some things.
0: Well, I saw some trick-or-treaters in the trailers. I mean, I I think that there might be a little bit of that just suburbia life. Uh, And funny, funny, she's got superpowers and he's an android. (laughs) and. And it's hilarious, you know, a fish out of water. But
2: I kind of, I kind of guess her as an iPhone user, though.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right.
2: I got okay, it. Okay. So the to the <laughs> one person using the one person laughing at that, please send. <laughs> I I appreciate you for laughing at my joke. All right, I'll text
3: you right away. Okay,
0: thank you. Uh, no, I, uh, I imagine you got more laughs out of that than I got out of mine. So I'm just gonna. <laughs> It's a contest like who's worse because (laughs) when you do that contest, you can always win by being worse. I suck more.
2: Okay. So let's, I'm going to throw you a loop Ben. What's your craziest speculation, craziest like aluminum foil, tin foil hat. One could do thing that's going to show up in WandaVision.
0: I don't have any speculation that's wonka do but i could i could i could go there like you know this is if we're gonna see colson this is it this is the place to bring him back you know if we're gonna see our our oh, you know, quake I, but, well because anything can happen you know we're seeing trailers that showing us anything can happen um but
3: magneto could show up
0: there, I have That's seen people fine. speculating I, about but, that. I have seen people speculating about this could be a place where they actually bring mutants in. I don't think they're gonna bring mutants in a TV show. Like when when mutants come, I think it's gonna be a big deal. Let's put it that way. Yeah, but who knows?
2: And I, 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 I,
3: I don't know. I mean, Wanda could open up a door, and there's her dad, and she shuts the door very quickly, like after a second, and it's a very blink and you miss it sort of thing. It's sort of like in Deadpool in the second movie. Um,
0: but here's, oh wait, here, here's, here's the other thing that right they now. could do though. They very easily could do is, especially if this is tied into Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness, is this, are we going to start seeing some of these multiverses and, you know, are we going to have, yeah. you know, the question of is it MCU is now a much bigger question because a multiverse exists. And so, is it MCU? Well, over at DC, if you're going to ask the question, is it DCEU? The answer is, they may not use that title, but yes, because that's all together. You know, Mm -hmm. the Batman 1989 movie is a part of the CW universe. Because they embrace the multiverse. Now, that universe might have been destroyed, I don't know. But they embraced that whole thing. Uh, Birds of prey. That TV show is now a part of the CW universe. And if we were doing a podcast about the CW superhero universe, I don't know what we would do, but there would have to be some sort of thing where we're like, okay, throw our hands up in the air and just say, we're now going to do some sort of coverage of birds of prey. We're not going to do some sort of coverage of all the, the Burton Batman movies. We're going to do some sort of coverage of, you know, Superman Superman returns um that movie you know Smallville it, Smallville is a part of the CW universe because they embrace the multiverse and they brought back Tom Welling and and Durant Erica Durant uh for their their scene and it's a wonderful scene uh some people didn't like it but I I loved it I love that scene
2: Well but the but the the DC comic series comic universe does that anyway i mean
0: so does marvel though one of
2: the yeah that's true it's
0: true so i would love (laughs) there are there are parts of this where i was just like no no don't do it don't do it but if they're gonna do it okay i'll i'm along for the ride and can you put make blade part of this universe uh there's all the rumors of toby mcguire and andrew garfield I've now gone back and watched all five of those movies with my kids. Um, They liked them. It's not just that my daughters had a crush on Tom Holland. They actually did like these other Spider-Man movies as well. Um, But those five movies, we could be playing a game of is it MCU about those five movies. If they do a multiverse, if all the rumors are true about what they're talking about with homecoming three.
2: I mean, Sooner or later, you're going to have to either embrace it or officially cut it off. Officially say no. You're either going to have to say officially say yes or officially say no. Because you're splintering it too much right now. I mean, we've already had time travel. We've already had alternate dimensions. You know, the next Doctor Strange movie is called Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse is in the title. For crying out loud. So, I mean, we're going to have this um, and it's all going to be part of it. And and that means then we're going to have to go back and cover the incredible Hulk TV series,
0: which I would be delighted. I will (laughs) not be delighted. Although I I have to be really careful how I say this, because I don't want to commit to something that I'm just going to hate myself for committing, but uh, committing to, but, we just saw articles where Kevin Feige said Deadpool three is happening and is MCU. Like I just said those words and as I'm saying them, I'm not choking on them, but I am dying (laughs) a little inside. Uh, So does that mean, how does that work? I don't know. We'll see. We're going to be playing the MC. Is it MCU game with that too? Probably. Um, but as of right now, it's been officially said by Kevin Feige that Deadpool three at the very least will have MCU ties. And what does that mean for the X-Men universe? Which not super excited about revisiting all of that, but that's just because it just got so, um, it ended on such a, it ended with a whimper, not with a bang. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um,
2: Although I did like new mutants by the way. I don't know if I, I can't remember if I'm on record saying this.
0: I did enjoy new mutants. I don't think you said it on a I microphone, enjoyed- but you did say, and I feel bad about this now. Cause I said, don't worry about it. But you said, uh, I kind of wish I'd seen this on the big screen. <laughs> and, and I remember saying to you like the actual words of you don't need to see it on the big screen.
2: Well, I, I think I also remember also wish I'd seen it on the big screen because um time of COVID I haven't seen anything on the big screen since I can't even remember might have been endgame
0: okay well so maybe hopefully and and (laughs) hopefully for me selfishly uh, you just wouldn't have had the opportunity anyway but um, I did feel bad because I was kind of steering you in that direction and whatever was available to you I don't know but but at any rate when I say went out with a, with a whimper instead of a bang is new mutants would have been fine if it wasn't the last of them, mm-hmm. you know, and it is a fine movie, you know, it's, it's serviceable. It tells a story. Um, and it's about characters who actually have some meaningful character arcs, you know? Um, but that's the final X-Men movie. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and then dark Phoenix well- before that, which that's another whimper, not a bang. So in my opinion, anyway,
2: I think with I think with uh, Deadpool three, if if any character can transcend, quote unquote, cinematic universes, it's Deadpool. So Deadpool one and two may not be MCU, but Deadpool three is.
0: And I think, yeah, that's a possibility. But I I
2: think he's the only character that can do that,
0: though. But here's the thing. It goes back to what I was saying full circle here to Lower Decks, where to me, Lower Decks is amazing and funny and cutting and and satirical. And it does a great job as satire and parody and poking fun and, you know, all this of Star Trek. But it's also canon, you know, and so you have characters talking about basically breaking the fourth wall because they're talking about specifics. Their conversation is a conversation that we would have about the movies, but they're having it about history. And so they're having a conversation about things that really they probably shouldn't know about, because I don't think that the history books would have had those details from like the personal life of Captain Kirk when he's back in 1986 and, you know, whatever it might be. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. It's not a specific example, but the idea is, is that. And so that's where I'm not a big, fan of the idea of, of Deadpool in the MCU breaking the fourth wall. I don't know. I I don't know
2: where we're going. We don't need fourth wall. (laughs) We're
0: we're (laughs) either going to have a, a come to Jesus moment with me where I'm like, Oh, I hated Deadpool all this time. And I I never knew, please forgive me. Or it's going to be, I'm just going to be angry in that episode. That we talk about I
2: don't believe we're going to have a come to Jesus episode. <laughs> no. I'm just saying. Maybe we'll get maybe we'll get Dandy Daniel Butcher to co host that
0: one. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so
2: be um, yeah. absent uh, that day.
0: All right. So I, I think that uh, it's time for just final words about Wanda, about vision, about Wanda vision. Uh, if you have a final word. And if not, I think I think it's time for us to play some credits and talk about Wonder Woman.
2: I can't wait to watch this show. Just can't wait. And I can't wait to get back in the saddle of podcasting about it again or about it. Whatever. You know what I meant. I just can't wait for this show. So let's
3: do it. I look forward to watching this series, too, and Also, I would like to, of course, thank our Patreon patrons, uh, Jeffrey Tassel, um, 084 and Blessed Cheesemaker. Thank you very much.
0: And I would say I'm also excited about getting back in the saddle. It'll be interesting because I might be moving. Well, hopefully it's not might be, uh, but we hopefully will be moving uh, during this time. But um, we're going to make it happen. And send us your thoughts. Let us know what you are thinking. What are you expecting? What are you hoping for? You know, I think with weekly material that we tend to get more um, more feedback and stuff. Uh, and so send us emails. Send us voicemails. Let us know what you're thinking. And we will uh, address that as well within the confines of this podcast. So all I have to say is this. If If Deadpool ends up in the MCU, I have a feeling that I'm just going to throw my hands up in the air. I'm going to look at the behemoth that is the MCU, infected with Deadpool. I will look it in the eye and I will say, you took everything from me. MX. And once again, thanks for listening.
3: And then Deadpool steps in and says, "I don't even know who you are." And,
0: and then, then I'll say, and then say, "You will, <laughs> you will." <laughs> hey, Stuart, I think this is a goodbye then, because uh, we're going to talk about yeah. Wonder Woman. You haven't seen it yet, so
2: and I haven't seen it yet, or the first one really. So, okay, have well, a good one, guys.
0: Later. 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 All right, Samantha. Let's talk about Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. I don't want to take too much time talking about it, um, but what's your what's your overall feeling and impression about this movie?
3: Um, I think it was on the scheme of you know really great movies versus really terrible movies. I think it's okay.
0: Uh, yeah, um, yeah, solid. Okay, I think that's a. It's a
3: solid okay. Yeah. Um, there are some downsides that I didn't like. There are some big positives, and then there are some unfortunate things related to recent real life events uh, in Washington D.C. Oh yeah, um, yeah. yeah was a little
0: bit odd when.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just uncanny timing. Um,
0: I. Yeah, I gave it, I think, a 2.5 out of five. Um, It didn't make me angry, and there were some parts about it that I really did like. Uh, Honestly, the first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes, I mean, not last 10 minutes, but the the resolution of the thing, I I did really like. But there are so Mm -hmm. many plot holes and so many issues where I'm just like, really? But you just said that, and now you're doing this. How does this work? What's going on? it just it, it just really soured it for me and um watch it on HBO Max it was released in theaters and on HBO Max i was looking for a way to go and see it in theaters but all the sh- the showings we had were very early i didn't want to go away and um, not spend time with my kids and so it was nice i didn't have to go anywhere uh over christmas break so um Anything else we should play the spoiler organ? Oh. Yeah, yeah. So anything else for people yes. who have not seen it that you know, non-spoiler?
3: Um I want to talk about the spoilers.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, uh we'll do that. But uh again, I'll just say it's an okay movie. What I told my friend at work was I I just told her, "You know, it's okay, but you don't have to rush to see it." It's it's not the, it's not must-see. Movies, which is really unfortunate because the first one I felt was really, really good. One of the best superhero movies uh, that's not MCU. I mean, one of the best DCEU movies that they had. Um, and And then this was just really disappointing in the sense that it's that kid who was in my English class who she could do so much better. But she was just coasting. You know, and I just wanted to say to her, you're so much better than this work that you're turning in. Why can't you give me better work? Because you don't deserve the D. You're better than that. But, okay, I'll pass you. But
3: speaking, I was never in one of your English classes, but speaking as that exact type of student, she went back and she did much better later. Don't worry.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good because yeah. <laughs> she's actually going to be directing Rogue Squadron, and I'm a little worried about that now. So <laughs> well, so hopefully, really? hopefully Patty Jenkins – yeah, Patty Jenkins is. So she did Wonder Woman, and then they say she's doing Rogue Squadron. And I'm like, yes. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, and then I watched right. Wonder
0: Woman 84, and I'm like, oh, no. Which one's the aberration? Which one is the one that actually shows what she can do, and which one is the one where – I don't know. It just lost the charm. And in some cases I felt like it was trying too hard. In some cases, you know, Kristen Wiig was great with what she had, but what she had wasn't great necessarily. And the yeah. same with Gal Gadot and, um, or Gadot, I, I can't remember how they say her name, but um,
3: Godot. Uh, yeah.
0: Chris Chris Pine, they were all very good with what they were given to do. Unfortunately, I felt like they were just given stuff that just wasn't great to do. So, but let's play yeah. the spoiler role again because I want to hear what you want to talk about. So, okay. here we go. Spoilers. 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 All right. Tell me, Samantha. Tell me okay, some spoilers.
3: So, okay, so let's start pretty early in the movie. Um so um uh, Diana was going to become friends with Kristen Wiggs' character. Was it Barbara?
0: Yeah, Barbara Minerva.
3: Yeah, and they it looked like that they were going to have a really great genuine friendship, which the problem with that is in the movies, especially action movies, you don't see a lot of women friendships that are solid, and I thought it was really unfortunate. I mean, even in TV shows, you don't see a lot of it either. Um, that was one of the great things about the show Parks and Rec was that you did see a really solid, supportive female relationship between two women, um, and they did the stereotypical thing, which was to you know to break up that friendship that was just budding.
0: Um, uh, I, I mean, that fit the story for me. But then
3: mm-hmm.
0: I feel like the ending really didn't get served what, sh- what we needed. I felt like she should have done the pivot and become the main big bad at the end to where Pedro Pascal. Um, what was his character's name? I can't remember now. But where Max. he yeah, Max, where Maxwell Lord um, was serving her instead of the uh, other way around where she's the henchman. Um, mm-hmm. I really would have liked to have seen a more genuine conflict between the two because all the punchy punchy conflict was between the two women. And then you have the kind of touching conflict and the actual character development that goes to Max with his son and with which, but it didn't, but then all the stuff that was going on with him didn't make sense. <laughs> so it's just kind of, Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, but the performance that's another is, unfortunate yeah.
3: thing, too, because every time his character came on screen, I, uh, that, that's the moment that I reached for my phone and started playing video games because I was just like, eh, whatever. Yeah.
0: I I like what they did with him, partially because it did remind me of like older supervillains and in, in less sophisticated movies. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's part of it is I was expecting more sophistication and more uh, and less Superman three from, you know, the early 80s. I wasn't expecting to be watching a superhero movie that was trying to be an 80s superhero movie instead of trying to be in the 80s with their superheroes. And it just didn't work great for me. But it wasn't a waste of time. But it kind of almost was. I had gone into it originally thinking, this is going to be on par with the first one. And then I started seeing people saying, not great and so my expectations went so low and i thought i'm safe no matter what this movie does my expectations are so low uh and it just lived up to the expectations i had so
3: okay i have trouble now seeing reviews from people i don't know online about movies because over the past few years there's been deliberate online attacks against female-led movies, action movies, um, where people go in and give those movies bad ratings just because they don't like the fact that, you know, there might be girls playing in their sandbox or something that they assume to be their sandbox. Um,
0: Yeah. Yeah,
3: which is like, it's not necessarily your sandbox because the character's always been female.
0: But you want to, with that, you want... You still can look at people you respect and know right know? and 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 that's where it was coming from, like on one side, I have my one friend who was just gushing about this movie, and he's someone I respect and trust, you know, and then, on the other side there' were some mm-hmm. other people um yeah and th- the other weird thing, Samantha, I don't know if you saw this or not, and this is coming I think more from what you're what you were saying about like ghostbusters or whatever. I saw a lot of a lot of people poo pooing the first Wonder Woman movie, which I mm-hmm. never saw. I, I thought people liked that movie, and then suddenly they're coming out and saying, "Yeah, this one's just as bad as the first one." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? I never, I don't remember anyone really going off on the first one as a as being not a good movie." And then suddenly they are after Wonder Woman eighty four comes out, and I wonder if it's just like, well, since 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 i didn't like this one now i can finally speak out i don't know it's weird that that one was weird
3: well you're you're very honest with your feelings you're not cruel about your feelings though about mo- these movies um so i mean if you when you said you didn't like it i was like uh-oh <laughs> i may not like it either but then again ben is not necessarily a, a romantic at heart <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> but i just yeah, so I was like I went in this, into this movie very cautiously. There were things I really did like, and then like the opening sequence with the um uh the triathlon.
0: I loved that um, so much.
3: That was such a really good sequence. I and it s- had a really great sto- like moral to the story that led through to the rest of the film.
0: But you know what else it did? That got me really excited. Like I was actually watching that and I was so drawn in, just wondering how how is she going to do this you know and why are they letting this little girl compete against all these women you know and uh and, and then it drew you remember she's
3: the daughter of Zeus well yeah
0: i mean there's that but i it really just drew me in and and i'm thinking people were wrong and then the next scene where it was all of the stuff she's the doing mall. around in the mall and stuff and i'm just like ah oh, and that really that just took me yeah. out because she's wearing this flashy costume and yet we're supposed to believe that no one has taken a picture of her. The cameras, the security cameras that she destroyed, they would have picked up everything before they were destroyed. Yeah. And, you know, it's just little things like that where it's like, OK, it's it's pushing me out of the movie. Um, and, oh, but- and
3: winking at the little girl. That that I didn't like that either. I thought that was... It, the girl represented the audience and she was winking at the audience. I, I didn't like that either. I, I thought that was a little,
0: mm. I can see that. I, I felt like she was the girl represented like the little girls in the audience where she's like, Hey, you know, like, we can do this together, you know? Yeah. Um, but also she then what did it for me, there's the wink and then the shush, you know, putting her finger to her lips and saying, you know, it's a secret and like, No, (laughs) it's not a secret. There's (laughs) dozens of people around and you're in Washington, D.C. and no one has a camera. This is a tourist capital, not the tourist capital, but a tourist capital in the 80s. And yeah, it it just little things like that pushed me out. And then things like Kristen Wiig and, you know, their meet cute moment that drew me back in. Mm -hmm. Maxwell Lord was kind of drawing me in, except for all of his stuff didn't make any sense. Uh. I, the, the logic of what was going on with what he was doing and his powers and.
3: Yeah. yeah. One thing I did like, like about Maxwell Lord was, um, that even though he was, uh, you know, running this Ponzi scheme, he, he w- wanted to show a brave face to his son. He, he wanted to be a good father and in his mind, he was trying to be a good father the best way he could.
0: Yeah. Um, I think I, so I, I self-identified with him a little bit because, while there were exaggerations and and much bigger than my own emotional states but his character dove into insecurities that i have about like do i matter do do i have worth you know and, and as a creative creator um do people care about the things that i make and will my kids respect me you know and like mm-hmm. a lot of his insecurities that you could kind of see if you're going to dig into his character were things that I was relating to and and have related to. And, and so I was, I think maybe a little forgiving with him except like his, his whole thing didn't make any sense. Like how, how his powers worked and everyone gets one wish except for Barbara, you know, but, but Barbara wished on the stone and then he gave her a wish, but he is the stone.
3: Yeah, I, I didn't really understand that. It was like, okay, when he became the stone, did that reset? Uh, yeah, I didn't understand that either. Yeah.
0: And, and so there's so many things where they they just didn't explain. and But again, it felt like a superhero movie from the 80s. Yeah. How about that cameo at the end? That's pretty cool.
3: Oh, it was. Um. Actually in the earlier in the movie when you saw Asteria fighting mankind. Yeah. You only get you get that one like really tight shot on her eyes. Yeah. And I recognized her eyes right away.
0: I did not, although her eyes are very recognizable, but I, I didn't. Part of I it am. I was watching on my iPad. It was small screen, you know, but they started this but, yeah. they started the movie out with the scene that got me excited with the little girl. And then they mm-hmm. ended it with this where it was just a nice, okay, good. They got Linda Carter for this one. Wonderful.
3: I thought it was, yeah, it's just, you know, perfect. A really great way to work Linda Carter back in without, you know, having her be Wonder Woman. But she's, you know, she's another character or so.
0: Yeah. Just perfect. I, I think we've talked enough about Wonder Woman. So do you have any final words about Wonder Woman?
3: Um, I thought it was uh, – there were a lot of things that were fun concepts. I just felt like they s- still needed to work on the script, but they also had to rush to get this movie out to meet the, the certain deadlines. And
0: I, I <laughs> and think then it gets if, post, if it it gets pushed back. And like, I know. Make, meet and the I, deadline and, I, and I, then, oh, no, you actually didn't need to meet that deadline. You actually had another yeah. extra six months. Yeah.
3: Yeah, or another year or something like that. Um But yeah, I think it was just really unfortunate that it did not meet the level as the first movie. But it was still it was still a good movie.
0: It is time to shut this down and get this episode posted tomorrow. So thanks, Samantha.
3: All right, thank you.
0: Talk with you later.
3: You too. Bye.